Hello, sports and spaghetti listeners. This episode has been brought to you by Underground's Record Cafe. Go get some breakfast or lunch and some records only at Underground's Record Cafe, 206 Main Street, Oakville, Connecticut. And find them on Instagram at Underground's Record Cafe. Now, on to the episode. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sports and Spaghetti. I know everybody's excited to hear my voice right off the open. And if my voice sounds a little clearer, it's because, baby, we professionals now, mama. Yes. Um, We've got the microphone. We have a microphone. We have a sound mixer. A fun sound mixer. A very fun sound mixer. So you know what? I'm going to need everybody. Give us a round of applause. That's so corny. I've waited so long to do that. But no, we're having, you know, it's fun. We've got our, we, you know, we, we got a few upgrades here. Yeah. Uh, thanks to you, our listeners. Absolutely. Uh, 100% actually thanks to you, the listeners. Yeah, no, absolutely. And followers and, 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 and supporters. supporters of our podcast. And um, because of you, now we've upgraded our equipment and it only goes up from here. Quite literally only goes up from here. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good, let's, thanks, but uh, today, Chris, why don't you take the lead, and uh, why don't you let the listeners know what they're in for today? So, um, a little birdie uh, suggested, um, and I, like I said, I love the suggestion, shout out John Clark, uh, lifeguard at, at camp, uh, for last week's uh, talk uh, suggestion, and this week, um, I actually, I actually, and, and this one's close to me. My mom actually said to me the other day, hey, Chris, why don't you guys do an episode where you talk about your favorite desserts? And I took that and I said, oh, that sounds like a great idea. So what did we do? We looked at the numbers. We said, people like our lists. People like when we get heated. <laughs> people oh like when we do these things. So today we're doing a dessert draft. Very similar to... The previous barbecue draft, which uh hate to spoil it to you, Chris, you beat me by one vote. And do, wow. you, know, do you know who the determining vote was? Oh. It was Felipe. Shout out Felipe. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so a I little, got, little I, upset about that. I, I got to tell you, I got a lot of mixed feedback from the from the from the results of our uh, of our draft. A couple people. In fact, more than a couple people came up to me at work and they said, how could you pick a fruit salad <laughs> over corn over fill in the blank over pulled pork over, you know, whatever. And I said, for me, you know, that's, that's what makes a cookout. That's what makes a barbecue, a barbecue for me. Like that, that feeling of, Oh, I have this fresh fruit after this heavy meal, but people were vocal to me about it. And I knew they listened because they had stuff to say. And I love that. Yeah, that's that's all we can ask for at this point. They could, I told you, disagree with me as much as you want. It's great. Yeah, no, it's that's 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 all we ask for is yeah. is, is the uh, feedback, right. I guess. So but the dessert draft today. Dessert draft. I feel like we should lay down some rules. Yes, I think we should go with specifics. So we can't take pie. You can't take all encompassing pie. No. Um, no, that would be unfair because yes. I definitely have one in, that I'm going to draft. It's got to be first overall for me, but it's uh, whatever I'm going to pick. And it has many varieties of this thing, so I, okay. I agree with that. All right, so I think we can go super specific. I think um, 
I want to do like a homemade dessert draft. So yes. You can't go ice cream. Just something. Right. No. Use... Homemade. And uh, to be uh, to be honest with you, that's the one that my mom said you should do homemade desserts. Okay. Because anybody can go out and buy, right, an ice cream sundae. Yeah. Correct. Yes, you can make ice cream, but that's not what we're talking about here. Shout out Mama Walker for the idea. Yes. Um, okay. So we'll have uh, we'll have Siri call it again to see who gets the first pick. It's gonna yes. be the same same rules as last time. It's gonna be the uh, the the snake draft. Yep. So uh, here we go. Five picks each while Anthony flips the coin. Flip a coin. Caught in the air. Tails. Nope, I do not. Oh, want, he didn't do, do it. Not, I do not want to call Mir. Five, five picks each. Flip a coin. And the coin is flipping. It is heads. I have the first Anthony, pick. Anthony, in fairness to last week, gets the first pick this week. Okay, so my ultimate... If you pick my number one, I'm going to walk out. My ultimate supreme number one, it's not my number one. See, I have an inkling on what your number one is, and I want to take it. Oh, boy, do I want to take it. <laughs> because I know you're not going to take my number. You know what? Let's get spicy. My number one overall pick is my mother's. Death by chocolate. No, 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 no. No, that's a foul. I'm. Where's the red card? You've knocked that's, over the mixer. That is not good. That is illegal. That is illegal. That my, is that is illegal. My number one pick is my mother's death no, by chocolate. I resent that. <laughs> I made one. Is that what you mean? I made a death by chocolate. I was going to do a big reveal. <laughs> I was going to do the big... um. The big reveal of my number one dessert is my mom's <laughs> the best the best cake in the world. I don't care what your mom makes. My mom's death by chocolate cake is vastly superior to any cake anybody's ever made ever, including the one that I made uh, last night. And oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, that was so rude. And you knew it. You looked at me I in had the a face. Feeling. I had a feeling. And you took it. Oh, this changes everything. This changes the friendship. I, I had a feeling. So my, my number one overall pick on my team is my mother's death by chocolate. It's nice. She does some devil's cooking. <laughs> and that's some, uh, some chocolate. She Go makes on it and almost, explain it. Almost like a mousse. Chocolate mousse. Um, my mom's a big proprietor of the toffee bits. <laughs> Oh, she that's not by gate. She enjoys a to a nice toffee. That's not. Um, that's not. The it's right a nice. Thing. It's layered. It's like a. Uh, it's like a trifle, if you would. Oh. Um, but it's a no. It's a good. It's a nice layered death by chocolate. But that's not the same cake. <clears throat> yeah, but it's on my team now. So that is so wow. It was. It that was. That is so mean. And that's just how well I know you, Chris. Wow. Oh, he, he targeted me. That was that was targeting. That was direct targeting. After the day I had today. Why do you think I went after you, Chris? Wow, he kicked me needed, right while I, I was needed, down. I needed to elicit a response. Oh, no. I'm rattled now. That was my number one. Oh, my God. I took Andrew Luck. What you got? Oh. How are you going to rebound? All right. Well, okay. I, I had a backup number one. I didn't want to pull it out yet. <laughs> but, uh. But I have to do it because if I don't pick it, then you're taking it next. I don't think anybody, <laughs> I don't think anybody would would disagree uh, that belonging certainly in the top five of anybody's favorite dessert is the chocolate chip cookie, the homemade chocolate chip cookie. There is nothing better. I'm gonna talk about my mother again. 
my, my, it's, it's her episode this week, yeah. and, and in a good, a great way, actually. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, the idea, my her dessert is your number one, and her dessert <laughs> is my number one. Her chocolate chip cookies are the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had, and I'm not just trying to pump. I'm not trying to pump her full of hot air here. I'm being serious. Her desserts are second to none. I definitely had the brownie she made. Did I have the chocolate chip cookies? I don't know. Right, you had her brownie. And, and, and don't I'm go far. T- don't go far. I'm not going to take those. Don't test me today. <laughs> don't test your luck. Chocolate chip cookies, homemade chocolate chip cookies. I don't really care if they're uh, if they're uh, they are my mom's. My mom makes them very small. They're like that big. Um, they're like a little bit bigger than like a dollar coin. Okay. Like a silver dollar. A little coin. bit bigger than the Kennedys. Yeah, yeah, just slightly. And mine that I make are very big, like as big as like an iPhone almost. Sometimes you know they're, they're the big. The recipe is called Big Fat Chewy Chocolate Chip Cookies. Um, I make them with melted butter. My mom doesn't use melted butter. They both come out amazing. Uh, chocolate chip cookies are my number one. What a shame. And now <laughs> I get to pick um, I get to pick my number two. Um, so this is this is not nice. <laughs> my number two. I, I sincerely think I hurt your feelings this time, Chris. Yeah. I've, you're defeated. This is devastation. <laughs> um, my number two, and I, I really don't think you're going to take this, so uh, take my number three, so I'm going to save it. If you take my number three, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to throw the soundboard out the window, and then we'll have to get a new one. Um, my number two is brownies. I easily, uh, for me, brownies um, are, are so versatile. Yes, homemade brownies are too. You put ice cream on top of a brownie. It's a brownie sundae. I think brownie sundaes are one of my favorite things ever. I'm not going to say a brownie sundae because that includes part ice cream, and that's not part of this draft. But brownies themselves are my number two, especially my mom's. Um, my mom doesn't do anything crazy usually with her brownies. She makes the, uh, she'll make scratch brownies here and there. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, there's really nothing better than her box brownies. I don't know what she does to it. I've never made them as good as she does. Um, it's just like a work of art. And so brownies, number two. So brownies. Go ahead. Brownies would have been my number one. Oh, brownie would have been my number one. <clears throat> you you could have just taken brownies. Yeah, but I wanted the reaction, Chris. Uh, I wanted the reaction. My mom's going to be sitting at work tomorrow listening to this. She's, She's going to be, be like, why are you yelling? She's going to be fuming. Stop yelling. Um, so my uh, first pick of my second round, um, I thought you were going to take it when I when when I originally heard cookies, but it's just a regular chocolate chip cookies. My second pick is specifically my wife's, so number uh, mouse number two, her kitchen sink cookies. Mm. Oh, she I makes, like that oh, choice. Good she choice. makes she makes an unbelievable kitchen sink. Have cookie. I had those? Um, you've never had the ones she's made right because I feel like she's the the one she made correctly. She made it like one time when we were living at my mom's house. Oh. And it was just out of nowhere. She just threw stuff together and it was the best cookie I've ever had. She makes, I mean, she makes them a lot and they're really, really good. So what she does is she'll do, I mean, there's been times where she's put pretzels in them and peanut butter. And When I think of a kitchen sink, I think right away of pretzels. So she does like pretzels. She'll do peanut butter. She'll do chocolate chips. Sometimes she'll do toffee chips. Salty, sweet. She'll do. And then what I love is she'll do the the sea salt on top, like the finishing salt. Oh, 
I might have had them. I feel like I have. They're so good. The pretzel in a cookie is so good. It gets you that little snap. Oh, man. Oh, it's incredible. And I love pretzels on their own. And I love cookies on their own. But when they're – I mean, it reminds me of, like, the Take 5 – you know the Take 5 candy bar? Yes. That's like a kitchen sink candy bar. Yeah. It's got everything. And I love that. I love pretzels in chocolate in any capacity. So you're, like, a Flips guy? Yeah. Yeah. They're so bad for you, and I don't really get them because of that, but they're really yummy. Oh, my sister's a Flips fiend. Oh, yeah, fiend. Flips fanatic. A lot of Fs here. A Flips fanatic. Um, it's okay. So All I'm right. Go. So you have death by chocolate and then kitchen sink cookies as one and two. What's your number three? My number three, shout out to – see, I'm going to do it because because I can't let you steal it even though I stole your mom's specialty. Uh, I'm going to go gonna with – steal all five. I'm going to go with my mom's specialty. Shout out my mom's pineapple pie that I never brought to you because I forgot it. And then I immediately, as soon as I got home, ate your piece. <laughs> oh, my, you hate me today. Oh, yeah, it was what immediate. is happening? It was immediate. I was like, well, this isn't going to last till next Sunday, so I might as no. well just finish it off. Um, got to no, do my it. Mom's, my mom's pineapple pie, I talked about it briefly, but it's like, it's kind of like a Dole Whip inside of a, um, inside of like a graham cracker pie crust topped yeah. with the Cool Whip. It's just, it's to die for. That is, anytime she requests like, hey, what do you want me to make for dessert? The answer is, it's always pineapple pie. Oh, this is a good segue into my number three because in the fruit salad. I'm about done. <laughs> I'm about done with this today. I'm about done with the attitudes. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a great answer though. <laughs> no. Um I love the segue here because you're talking about this pineapple pie, right? Yep. And I know I'll try it one day, and I'm sure it's delicious. And the way you talk about it has a rightful place in this list, in this draft for sure. And I wouldn't have picked it because I've never had it. Um, but speaking of pies, whenever my Grammy, shout out to Grammy, uh, and now my mom, again, uh, I feel like a lot of this has to do with our parents because it's what we grew up with. Yep. Um, but my Grammy at every family gathering – um, at every function would joke around with my uncles and with me and everybody about, oh, I'm, I'm going to make, I think I'll do a banana cream pie this time. I think I'll do a pumpkin pie this time. I think I'll do an apple pie this time. And, 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 and we were, we would never buy it because she delivered the goods, <laughs> the chocolate cream pie, chocolate cream pie. Number three, uh, Wow. Um, if you want to talk about the the nostalgia of the taste of it, it could be number one overall. But it took me until I was an adult to like the whipped cream on top. <laughs> I hated whipped cream. I still really don't like it unless it's homemade. Um, it's a texture thing. You get it. You get where I'm coming from in some respects. I think there's a lot of teachers and a lot of specialists that also understand where we come from. And yeah. A lot of this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, chocolate cream pie is number three. There's nothing that sends me back to being little uh, like chocolate cream pie, like specifically at my Grammy's kitchen table. Um, yeah, great times, great memories. I love that. No, um, before you get to your next pick, I'm gonna sound super fat here. Did she put like chocolate chunks in it? No. Oh, I was thinking like maybe. No, nope, like... it was the pudding. Okay. It was the cooked pudding. Yep. 
and whipped cream her whipped cream it was that easy not hard to make amazing every time that sounds that sounds wonderful it's that just sounds wonderful. plain it's like so simple it's like more simple than most desserts well, it's like more. a it's like a fastball you don't have to change yeah. much about it but if you can locate it and you you know you throw it hard it then delivers it's, it's the, the goods done. every time so my number four might surprise some people because this is something that I've more recently found that I'm really good at cooking, uh, really good at making, baking, I should say. Um, number four, I'm dipping back into the realm of cookies here. However, this cookie is less like a chocolate chip cookie and more like a small sponge cake. I'm talking about the chocolate dipped Madeline. They look like little seashells. Yep. They're usually the vanilla uh, um, cake, but not cake mix. This is a very dense, almost biscuit. Uh, soft though, it's 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 got the soft texture, but still has a slight crunch on the outside. Beautiful golden color. Dipped in some semi-sweet or milk or dark chocolate, whatever. Uh, you know, halfway dipped. Um, my favorite part about the cookie is when I put the lemon zest into the uh, into the batter. It really makes the cookie come to life. And that's why it's number four in my uh, homemade dessert draft. I think it's the dessert that I make the best. And my mouse, I think, would agree. Uh, I kind of fell into it one time. I think when she was pregnant with Sabrina, um, she was like, I want these or something. I don't know how it came about, but I made them, and they were like a slam dunk. You kind of just figured out you were good at it. And yeah, and, and it. now every time I make them, it's like, oh, man, these are the best. So uh, you know me. You know I've, I've been very vocal about this. I'm not a big citrus for dessert guy. Yeah. I don't know why. I can't. I mean, I don't like. Like lemon, like the lemon dream bars, can't do it. I can't do like the the Cadbury, like the orange cream. Like Ugh. first off, those are way too sweet. But yeah, like the horrible. just like the any orangey kind of thing, except for that dessert we made for Friendsgiving with the orange zest. That was really good. Yes, that was really good. But I mean the lemon stuff, like the key lime. I'm not a big key lime pie guy. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like lemons are reserved for for cooking and not baking. So that's my opinion. Are you saying that that applies as well to the Madeline, the Madeline? Um, so I've never had yours. Mm -hmm. So it might be one of those things where if I try it, if it, as it's, long as it's, it's not, it doesn't knock you over the head. It's very in the background. I don't like to get knocked over the head with the citrus. That's my thing. Yeah. Now I don't really like lemon bars either. I have to be honest with you. I don't like them. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm with you there. I, my Grammy does make this lemon cake. Well, she did make this uh, a lemon cake. I've made it once. I think I made it for like to bring it to school one day. Um, and it's like you would hate it because it's like, wow. It's just wham with it's a lemon. Boom. Yeah. But I love it because it's in a cake. It's not in that bar. I don't like that jelly kind of bar that you're talking about. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, you have uh, – Number four and five here, Yes, correct? so right now I'm sitting on, uh, I have the Death by Chocolate, I have the Mouse's Kitchen Sink Cookies, and I have my mom's Pineapple Pie. Next, um, I mean, these are back-to-back -back picks, so I know you're not going to steal any of them, but my next pick is, um, it is going to be 
Chris, this is going to be this is going to be a fun one. It is. I don't have I don't have it a lot. The only time I have it is occasionally my grandmother's sister will make it. My grandmother makes it a couple a couple times, and um, my cousin Ro, who last week was her birthday. I don't know if she listens, but happy birthday, Ro. Um, my cousin Ro makes, and it is the ice box cake. The ice box cake. See, you're you're making a face here. The ice box cake. Let me get you the exact uh, the exact ingredients. I got a problem with that. Oh, why do you have a problem with that? I'm just gonna read the ingredients. Okay, so the ice box cake. It is. Let me get the exact one. I'm gonna find the one that looks the most like her. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So the ice box cake. It is. I mean, I'm I'm just overdoing it. It's pretty much just. It's like graham crackers. Um, it's graham crackers. It's pudding, vanilla pudding. Uh, it is um, bananas, sliced bananas, and then just whipped topping, cool whip on top. And it, that we were talking about nostalgia, and I just that is what hit me, and I was like, oh, icebox cake is my pick. It's not bad, but I don't like all that banana. In a dessert. I think the same way that you don't like citrus in desserts. I just, I love bananas and I'm okay with banana like cream pie, I guess. I mean, I don't hate an ice box. I don't hate it. But like, I wouldn't put a banana dessert in my top five. I just have a little problem with it. I think just like I said, I think the nostalgia factor put it on the list for and me. And that makes it when you said that I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, that's I mean that's really the only that's the only reason that it's it's up there because like I think of summertime, I think of being at my grandmother's sure. house and there's an icebox cake and you know that's it was just, just there. It was yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think of. That just meant, you know, Aunt Barbara came to visit or That's great. Um, you know, Roe made one for us, but so my number four is the icebox cake. I retract my problem statement. <laughs> I like your reason. My number five, Chris. Uh, my number five is another nostalgia. Um, so we're kicking it up with the with the nostalgia factor. This is. Um, have you ever met my you you met her at the wedding? My great grandmother. Yeah. I sent a picture. I says my girl all the time. Um, she's in her mid nineties. I want to say ninety four. God bless. I think I think correctly. Ninety four. Um, every time she's my, on my Greek side. So she's my, 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 yeah, yeah. God bless. Um, so anytime we, uh, get around holidays, so Greek Easter, she always makes or made now my sister and my aunt make them. Um, they're, they're, the real name is Kudalekia, but they're just like butter cookies. Um, so they're kind of like the Italian S cookie. They're a little different. Like the Stella Dora? Um, yeah. So this is, I mean, it's traditionally you, you would make them into an S or you would braid them or you uh, make them okay. look like a cane. So those are like a like a crescent, I guess. So do they have the almond in them? Um, Some of them have almond in them. These are pretty much, let me try to find the, the recipe that's similar to ours. Um, I like, personally, I like the S shapes. My sister does the S's really good and the... Uh, the twists are my favorite. The S's and the twists. Twists, I think, actually, I think the twists go number one. Um, no, the ingredients are flour, baking powder, uh, butter, sugar, egg, a little bit of vanilla, and um, an egg wash. That's it. That's nice and simple. It is super simple. <laughs> it's great to, I mean, you dip it in your coffee. You can, I could eat a thousand of these. They are, they're nostalgia to me. Yeah. They're, they're the holidays to me. Before I give you my fifth pick, 
I have to say, so my friend John, um, who I go to Dave Matthews Band shows with. You're um, a Dave Matthews fan? I didn't know that. <laughs> I think it might be the first, one of the first times I ever mentioned the band. On, yeah, it's crazy. On here. But um, anyway, we... Um, we were he he texted me the other day and he was like I just listened to your podcast and it made me really hungry, and I got to tell you I'm getting hungry listening to all these desserts and I'm like well I want to try one of those S cookies, yeah, um but now my number five so I've been debating back and forth while you were talking just before about this both of them are desserts, one of them was made famous by my mom and one of them was made famous by my Grammy, and. Thinking back to the rest of my list, this should have been higher, but ultimately I, I have to go with the dessert that everybody, besides the cookies and the brownies and the, and the death by chocolate cake that she makes, everybody around Christmas time asks my mom for. I've never not had these around Christmas time. I'm just building it up for a second because my mom knows exactly what I'm going to say next. It's her. I want to get the name right. It's the cookie. It's the peanut butter cookie with the peanut butter cup in the middle. Oh, those are the thumb. Are they not thumbprints? Those are, I know exactly what you're talking about. And those are so, so good. It's the peanut butter cookie with the peanut, the Reese's peanut butter cup in the middle of it. Peanut butter kiss. Peanut butter kisses, peanut butter know. dream, something. Peanut butter dream. I don't know. My my mom will text me when she's listening tomorrow morning, and then I'll be like, "Oh, um, that's number five. I huh, I got a st- <laughs> I got a story for you, Anthony. It's story time. A brief story. Um, they're so good that like everybody eats them, right? In my family, and everybody requests them. It's like the thing that my mom makes best. I think it's, uh, she makes so many things the best dessert wise. She's like the queen of dessert really is. Um, anyway, so a few years ago, I forget if, uh, we had Sabrina at that time or not, but we definitely had pewter cause it involved pewter. Um, I, I, I had gotten, I had gone to my parents' house and she gave me a foil thing like of 12 or 13. um, of these cookies, right? Of the peanut butter uh, cookies with the peanut butter cup in the middle. And so we went, we, we left. I'm pretty sure it was just me and Pewter and Nemo. So I don't think Sabrina was around yet. Anyway, we got home. Melissa wasn't home yet from work. She had been working. Uh, so definitely no Sabrina, right? That would not equal, equal each other. Um, so she was working, and and so I wanted to take a shower before she got home. So I left the cookies on my kitchen counter. On the kitchen counter. If you've been to my house, my kitchen counter is like, I don't know, tall enough that a beagle shouldn't be able to take things off of the counter. So I took a shower. Not this beagle. This is the most determined beagle that we've ever seen. Except when he has to go to work. Then he doesn't want to. Right. Continue. That's right. That's right. He doesn't want to do his job. Anyway, and then when he takes a walk, he dra- Anyway, I take a shower, and I come out of the shower, and the foil's on the ground, and guess how many cookies were in the foil? None? None. Not a cookie in sight. 
Guess who smelled like peanut butter? I'm going to go with pew. That's right. Pew, pew. <laughs> That's right. Nary a peanut butter morsel. Nary a morsel. Nary a peanut butter cup in sight. He ate 13 peanut butter cup cookies. That's what I call them. Uh, 13 of them in a span of 10 minutes. Just scarfed them down. And I called my mom. And I was like, Mom, computer ate all the cookies. And she was like, oh, my God, is he going to be okay? Because, you know, peanut butter cups have chocolate in them, and chocolate's toxic to dogs. And I looked it up. You know, I'm looking it up. I'm like, what happens? He ate all that sugar. He ate all that yada, yada, yada. I'm waiting for the diarrhea. I'm waiting for the middle of the night wake-ups. I'm waiting for the, you know, the the whatever, incontinence. I don't even know if that happens. Nothing happened. The same thing that happened when he ate all those cooked chicken wing bones out of the garbage. Nothing. Nothing. Not a perforation. Not a blockage. That was Benny. Not an upset stomach. Not a poop. Nothing. So he ate all the cookies, and I got none. So that's my story. The peanut butter cup cookies are my number five. All right, that's gonna that's gonna con- <laughs> that's gonna conclude our list. And the only thing that I'm taking away from this list is Mama Walker. You need to deliver, uh, you need to deliver a, a goodie basket for the next potty for the next episode. Yeah, uh, she's got. Yeah. And and I have to say, I was between that and the the chocolate bark, which is another holiday favorite. My Grammy made it famous. But my mom has perfected it. I don't know what she does differently. Uh, it's really nothing. It's just my mom has that prowess. Does she do the like the, the crushed up peppermint and the chocolate? And the no. Bark? Okay. That's, Get that out of there. Oh, that was good. And I okay. love mint and chocolate, but that has no place on this bark. <laughs> it's the it's the saltines with the butter. Oh, oh we call that crack. Yeah, yeah crack. Yeah, People call it, call it crack. We call that crack. right. Jules make that's that's Jules's go to like. Hey, we don't have brownie mix. I need to go make something sweet. And the, and the chocolate, and then you you layer the chocolate chips on it yep. and melt it, yep. and then walnuts on top. Ooh, we don't do walnuts. Jules does. She almost makes like a toffee. So she does saltines, and then she makes a toffee, which is similar. You know, the melted butter, the right? The butter sugar. stuff. It's basically yeah. a, a t- almost yeah. a toffee. And then on top, she does the the. Yeah, just the regular dark chocolate. That now I, I I never want it to be the holiday time because it's always cold, but if I could have me a peanut butter cup cookie and a piece of bark right now, I'd be fine with that. You know, Chris, and that's another thing that I don't like about you. How and how this is gonna this is gonna take a turn. How is summer your favorite season? We're gonna go down this I road. Think we're gonna go down this road. How is you summer- want to ask me how summer is my favorite season? Okay, yeah. Anthony, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm going to say three words, okay? Look at me right now. I'm looking. Look at me. Look at my color. Okay. I love the tanned Chris. I love how I look in the summer. I look more jacked. I look, my hair gets lighter in the summer. Uh, uh, I like how I look in the summer. I like how it's hot. I like how I don't have to wear a jacket and put more layers on. Yes, I know I'm preaching to the Northeast of the United States where everybody likes the fall and everybody likes jackets and everybody likes sweatshirts and flannel and jeans and umbrellas and pumpkin picking 
And summer is miserable. And apple picking. Summer is miserable. And banana bread. Summer. And cider. Summer is miserable, Chris. Anthony, there's nothing miserable about it. And I know my mother would back there's me up There's nothing miserable this. about it. No. Chris. If it's 100. No. If it's 90 degrees. Yep. You can cool off. Go in the air conditioning. Go in the water. What if you don't have air conditioning? Go in the water. Take a cold shower. If I'm outside working or doing something outside. Wouldn't you rather be outside working in the heat than in, in 20 degrees no. shoveling snow? No. Shoveling no. snow has to be the worst activity known to man. Has it, to be the worst. I would labor. I would toil. Toil as I do at the camp. Walking from problem to problem. And there are many. Don't get me started with camp. There are many problems. And I deal with them head on because it's warm out. If it was 45 degrees, if it were huh, 55, even 60 degrees on average during this camp, I would be miserable. Today was borderline horrible because it rained and it was only like 73. It's been very weird weather-wise this, this past couple weeks. When it's warm out, summer's here. The days are long. The sun sets late. You know, I just love, I love that we're sitting here at 7.23 p.m. on a Monday, and I can see out the window that it's light. I don't like when it gets dark early. See, that's the only thing that I, I will give you with summer as I enjoy. I enjoy the way summer looks. I do not enjoy weather over 75 degrees. Too hot for me. Any and form you're of, in the majority. Any, any form of humidity is too much for me. I, 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 would rather, I would rather put layers on than take layers off. Because you can't take your skin off when you're down to a t-shirt and some boxers to go to sleep. Anthony, look at me right now. I'm looking at I you. Have my, I have my t-shirt. I have my, my, my five-inch inseam shorts and my Crocs with no socks. I got made fun of by my wife because my feet are gross today. Maybe it's because I worked outside all day. Huh? Maybe. But this is like I can sit in my house and it's comfortable and ambient. In the winter... Especially in this house with the terribly insulated windows, not complaining. I, you know what? I am complaining because <laughs> I'm allowed to complain about the winter because I won't complain about the, the heat no matter how hot it gets. That's my trade-off. I am fair. I complain all winter so that I don't say a word about the summer. People say, oh, my God, the humidity. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. I don't say. I say I like it. I do. If I If it was the winter right now, I would have sweatpants on. I would be ashy. I would be like, like, all pasty looking, and 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 I would be just uncomfortable, and my feet would be cold. But Chris, would you not trade all of that for every hornet in the world to just go away? I don't care about hornets. Hornets don't bother you if you don't bother them. And hornets only come around when there's flowers, Chris. They like flop. They eat nectar listen, and pollen. Listen. They gather pollen. Hornets? Hornets eat other insects, Chris. Yes, but they also gather pollen. They are pollinators. Yes. Look it up. Yes, they're pollinators. Me with a Q-tip is a pollinator. Bees are important. I have no bees problem with bees. Bees are very important. Hornets can go die a fiery death. Mm. They still are pollinators. So are flies. So are flies. Flies are also pollinators. Do I want them inside my house? No. If I had to get rid of one summer aspect, would it be mosquitoes? No. Uh, would it be bees? No. <laughs> would it be um, Would it be the hot temperature when you get in the car? No. It would be flies. Anyway. All I'm saying is this is 
list. The only reason I think that summer is so popular is because, especially in the Northeast, that is seen as the only time kids get a break. That's your summer vacation. When you're a teacher, you're, you're also talking to that a is, teacher. That is the only – that's what I'm saying is that's the only thing to look forward to. If you gave me summer vacation but gave it to me in the fall, fall would be everybody's favorite time. Listen. If you gave everybody vacation in, in the winter, winter would be everybody's time. We do get a vacation in the winter. We get like 11 days off between yeah, the end of this. If you got – Chris, if you got October, November, December or <sighs> November, miserable. December, January miserable. off. The three worst months of the year are November, December, January, and February, February, and almost October, but I can't say that. October is the best, best month of the year. October, I can't say October, October because it's Melissa's birthday and it's Halloween, and I will take it. November, sorry, Mom, is awful. December is even worse, and January is the worst by far. See, I'm an anti- February, like February might be worse than January. I don't like February. February might actually be the worst because it's never nice, and usually it's the coldest. Like at the beginning of February, it's like bitter, bone-chilling cold. I don't like walking the dogs when it's bone-chilling cold. Put a jacket on. I could wear seven jackets, and it's still... Why would I want to walk around bundled up when I could walk around shirtless? Well, that's a problem that I have to face because I don't have washboard abs like you, Chris Walker. But that's not my problem. That's not my fault. I'm arguing for me. Man, you people have all gotten me going today. We have gotten you going today, but we're we're about 40 minutes into this already because we've just been we've just been yelling back and forth, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll see you with sports. But before we take that quick break, um, just want to remind you guys, follow us on Instagram at Sports and Spaghetti Pod. Um, if you guys follow us on Instagram, you will see fairly soon, if you're not already in the know, we have merch dropping. Yes. So we have officially dropped um, our first hat design. Um, it is our Sports and Spaghetti logo, and that's available on a black, um, a green, or a khaki-colored hat. Um, shoot us a DM if you guys are interested, and we will do all of the information as well. Um, and then, spoiler, we also are working on a nice secondary design, um, so that should be coming in the works fairly soon. Um, but again, um, we have merch. Follow us on at Sports and Spaghetti Pod on Instagram and DM us for information if you guys are interested. So uh, that's that's my spiel. Um, <laughs> we'll see you with sports. And welcome back, everybody, to Sports and Spaghetti. This is the sports portion. Um, and I think we're just going to start off real fast here. We're going to start off with everybody's favorite segment, my favorite segment. We are going to start off with the good. We are going to start off with the bad. And we are going to start off with the eh. This is Mr. Walker, and this is in no particular order. So before I started this uh, today, I told Ant that I'm going to change it, and I'm actually not. Um, I'm just going to tweak the good a little bit because I've decided that instead of it being eh, it's going to be grouped in with the good. So the first thing, let's talk about what definitely happened. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, believe it or not, are the good this week. And here's the thing. I'm a noted Penguins hater. Um, sometimes I think they're worse than the Rangers in terms of classlessness and a joke franchise. Um, but we call it how we see it. And as sports media people, 
I guess now professionals, now that we've made dollars off of this, um, right? We call ourselves professionals if we want. Um, we have to kind of look at things through a different lens. You know, we could be a fan, but they made a great move. Um, Eric Carlson is now a Pittsburgh Penguin. What does this do? Well, the dude is a perennial Norris Trophy finalist. Um, he's continually leading the league in points scored by defensemen. Uh, you know, as long as he's healthy, he's been one of the top five to ten D-men in the league in the past ten seasons. I mean, this guy is as good as it gets. And the Penguins made a very Pittsburgh Penguins-type move. There were multiple players involved in a three-way trade. Um, but Eric Carlson is the biggest piece of that. Um I'm not very surprised that it happened because the Penguins make a lot of moves like this. Um, they're a team that's very good at landing big names. Um, they, it's very similar, unfortunately, for me to the Rangers. The Rangers added all those big names last year. It didn't do them any good. But the Penguins are another one of those teams that people want to play for. Listen. As long as Sidney Crosby's on that team, as long as Evgeny Malkin's on that team, as long as Chris Letang is on that team, um, people are going to want to play there. And I know Eric Carlson doesn't mind playing with Chris Letang. Uh, maybe not even on the same pair. Because they're very similar point-scoring defensemen, offensive-minded defensemen. But, man, oh, man, what a great move by Kyle Dubas. And, uh, you know... He made it happen, and there's like a new core four there. It's it's scary just to think of how many points they're going to score. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Penguins missed the playoffs this season. That's going to be fresh in their mind the first time after 16 seasons. Um, they let the likes of the Islanders, Devils, and Rangers make the playoffs over them. There are three. I mean, the Flyers are a big rival, uh, but the Flyers haven't been good in a long time. Uh, or in recent history, uh, within the last couple of years. So they let three of their big rivals, you know, head-to-head -head into the playoffs in front of them. They're going to be hungry. And I think Eric Carlson's the right move. Now, to piggyback on this, there are talks that the Penguins are going to bring back Yaramir Yager. As a player? Yes, he's 51. That would put him five years younger than my dad, who just hiked 18.5 miles with me on Saturday, uh, which is our most ever. Shout out to my dad. You're awesome. Um, but I don't think he's going to jump in an NHL game anytime soon. Now, could this be just a sign-and-retire contract? Possibly. But what was interesting about the report that came out was that it said they're looking to sign Yaramir Yager to a one-year league minimum contract. Which, I don't know why that, um, that, that, right, verbiage, yeah. that verbiage was in there. Um, why that was worded that way. I, I think maybe, he, like, it could be something like he plays the preseason and then, like, one game and then retires. Yeah, it could be like that when Ichiro came back for, right. the, for the Mariners. That but, one. be that as it may, the fact that on 
our podcast today, this week, I just said that, gave me a little bit of chills right there because he's my dad's favorite player of all time is Yaramir Yager. Um, he's, you know, he, he, my dad's got a Yager jersey. Uh, and I love the guy no matter where he plays. And he was a guy that was late in his career when I started watching hockey in 2006, 2005, 2006. And he still is almost 20 years later. Well, it's like he's he was playing overseas at whatever team he... He's the player and owner yeah. uh, in the Czech Republic. And they were like, yeah, man, well, we're going to need you real quick. And he just hops in and, and plays, and I'm pretty sure he scored a point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, multiple unbelie- points. Unbelievable. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I'm really just excited to see where that goes. Um, That would be pretty unbelievable if I'm talking about Yarmir Yager yeah. uh, when, I, when we do our first hockey show back in uh, early October. Um, but anyway, that was the good, um, I'm going to go with the ant and Anthony wrote secret and the ant is food related. And I've said this on this pod before, but I'm going to say it again because it's so highly regarded at this camp. There's a whole day dedicated to it every Thursday. It's brunch for lunch, and it needs to stop. Stop eating breakfast, not at breakfast. Stop. Stop it. Well, they're eating brunch at brunch. No. Anthony, Eggo waffles are not brunch. Chicken and waffles. There's no chicken. Just saying it could be. It's a brunch thing. Eggo waffles and syrup is not brunch. Brunch toast sticks and syrup is not lunch. Turkey bacon and sausage is not brunch. He caught a little spittle. Now it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, listen. I, brunch is chicken and waffles. Yeah. Brunch. I still don't like brunch, but maybe even an Eggs Benny could be brunch. Uh, an Eggs Benjamin. The eggs, Benjamin. <laughs> um, I, listen, man. I'm not saying the camp is wrong, but I don't know why so many people have to eat brunch for lunch or breakfast for lunch. They call it brunch for lunch at camp because it rhymes. Well, I mean, they used to do it in my high school, too. They would do, like, the French toast sticks and the sausage yeah. and the scrambled eggs. They would do all that. I, you know, You know my stance on this. I was never a fan of breakfast outside of the breakfast time yeah. slot um but what time is lunch well it depends so for my kids in my whole you know division it's at one o'clock oh yeah it's a little late that's for lunch breakfast. yeah that's lunch the earliest period is ten thirty or that 11 makes sense. now i could get down with that i could do that but not at one o'clock. Yeah, no, I can't do the one o'clock. You, well, like I said, you know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a breakfast for anything other than breakfast guy. But, you know, we can we can get on the topic that that bacon is a secondary meat. We'll do that later. That's not going to be for today. We've I've already spiked Chris's blood pressure enough. Yeah. But, all right, Chris, that was your eh. All right, now we're gonna get to the bad, and it's everybody's favorite topic the last few days. I'm so sorry. 
this is a player who I thought was good a lot. Um, but he he was on the wrong end. He was on the receiving end of a of a haymaker this uh this weekend. Are you talking about Jake Paul? No, not that haymaker. Even though Jake, what is going on with this phone? Do you see my phone? I don't know what that is. Um, Jake Paul did uh, lose. Uh, no, he, no won. he won. He beat he uh, won. Nate Diaz. Well, let's, uh, while your phone continues to freak no, out. No, it's fine. The only reason Jake Jake Paul is never going to lose by unanimous decision because he's not fighting boxers. But the guy makes a lot of money. He's wonderful. His brother Logan showed out at SummerSlam. So. Right. I mean, it's he's, a win for the Paul he's, he's advancing the, the sport. Um, he's got his prime drink. Um, he was drinking the Prime Energy right after. You know, uh, every kid loves Prime. It's, it's not. It's not bad. It's actually really. It's good. very sweet, but I mean, I've I have, I'll drink it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the red, white, and blue one. The, the yeah, it's not that good. That was, that it's not good. Sweet. That's the only one I've ever had. But um, it's very successful. So good for him. But no, I'm talking about Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox. Um. He received a haymaker from Jose Ramirez. Um, they exchanged blows. They came to blows after a head-first slide by Ramirez. Uh, it, it almost seemed like a hockey fight. Um, how, like, the umpire just kind of let them go, and they both put their hands up. Tim Anderson was like, all right, we're doing this. And Tim Anderson threw the first punch, and then a few more were exchanged and kind of missed. And then... And then Tim Anderson got cold cocked right in the mouth huh. and down he went. And the announcer uh, for the Guardians was classic. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. I mean, it was brilliant. Um, he was suspended. Both of them were suspended. Also, uh, Terry Francona and Pedro Griffal uh, were um also suspended. There were six handed down. Um, yeah. But I think Tim Anderson is the bad because, <laughs> well, he hasn't had the best history outside of the game. Tim Tim Anderson is going to be the first player in Major League history to finish the season with the same amount of times getting knocked out as home runs. Yep. <laughs> if he does not hit another one. Didn't he have a problem uh, at home, too? Um, not a problem, actually. He had the opposite of problem. He actually loved his family so much. He had two of them. Right. <laughs> I saw. I saw a tweet. I wish I could. I wish I could give credit to who, to who tweeted it. But I saw something, and it was the picture of like Tim Anderson having Tim Anderson having to be carried off the field by his teammates, and they were like, "Yo, somebody cut the camera." Tim Anderson has two families watching at home. Oh my gosh! I thought that was great. That's right. I thought there was something. Um. Uh, Anderson was suspended for six games. Well, he kind of incited the whole thing. Well, he instigated it, too. We'll right. talk about it after this segment right. because it's next in our notes anyway. Of course. And I think that's a good lead, and that's why I did the bad last. Um, boy, oh, boy. Here we go now. So, anyway, why don't we get into it? Talk about the suspensions. I was just going to say, Tim Anderson got six games, instigated. Um, Ramirez got three games of a suspension. And I think I think that was okay. 
Yeah, well, my, my whole thought process on it, right, is the only reason they got into a fight is because Jose Ramirez, no, again, this is all allegedly, Jose Ramirez took offense to how hard Tim Anderson tagged him. Allegedly. Um, which he had said, I mean, he had said it times before that he didn't like how Tim Anderson, how hard he tags for no reason. He's done it to multiple players, and he's done it to him before, and this time was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So he slid in, and he tagged him. At, I, I want to say it was like in his face. Yes. Um, and, and Jose Ramirez said something, and I wish they didn't cut the camera back to Michael Kopech, but they cut the camera back, and then it immediately went back to second base. And uh, Tim Anderson, he was the first one to drop his glove, and he, we, I mean, he went on, he went with the orthodox style. Um, Put his hands up. The orthodox Put up stance. the dukes. And uh, Jose Ramirez essentially was like, yeah, man, I didn't, you know, he's like, if, if somebody says you're in a fight, he's like, it w- looks like we're going to fight. But what's funny to me about that whole situation is uh, Jose Ramirez has been on record of saying when he was at home in the Dominican Republic, he would have to, like, ride his bike home quickly or else he would get jumped if he had a bad game. So, like, this man knew how to fight. And I don't understand, like, Tim Anderson, you're just not uh, – ever since you called yourself Jackie Robinson 2.0, that's been that's been the bad that's been the bad part of it. But Tim Anderson, friendly reminder: the original Jackie Robinson broke a glass ceiling. You just broke your glass jaw. Oh, that was devastation. That's directly to you, wow. Tim Anderson. Now, what's interesting about this whole thing is, like I said, in a no particular order, Ant, just how strange of a fight this was, like visually. Um. You don't usually see two guys square up at second base. No, you really you really you really don't. Like if somebody gets hit by a pitch and they charge the mound, then you know, by the time the player gets to the mound, the whole benches have cleared. Yeah. And it's like a kerfuffle. Yeah. No, this was an actual and it was funny too, because I wish I knew the name of the umpire at second base. Because he, I mean, he was, like, trying to hold them apart, and then Tim Anderson put up the Dukes, and he just got out of the way. It was like, all right, let's right. do it. And, it. and it seemed like a hockey fight. It was like a hockey fight in that they, like, literally had a fight. Yeah. And and everybody was kind of just watching them have a fight. Oh, yeah. Um, it was fantastic. Sabrina just handed uh, Anthony his water. Anthony has to pretend to drink ice. I have to drink my ice here. We'll get you some ASMR on the ice here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Sabrina. She we loves love you. She, hold on, I'm going to give it back. It was hooked on my finger, Seth. All done. Good job. See, now the crying isn't detected as much. No, on, it's on nice. Microphones. It's great. because we're on the pro setting, baby. Right, on pro setting. <laughs> but yeah, so for baseball in general, I love this because it makes me... Like, I, I kind of like the intensity that they both had with the situation. Just make it hockey. Yeah. Just, just make, I liked it. it. I'm not saying everybody should be fighting more, but, like, I think baseball has fallen victim to, uh, you know, this, this uh, softness. I know you don't want to say woke. You don't want to say baseball went woke, but it it did do that. It it has gone soft. It's softened up so much with the pitch clock and with you know all these little rules and and just and just how it's getting, and this is cool to see. Yeah, you knew suspensions were coming. 
Yeah, I'm, of course, of course. But one thing that's great is is J Ram had the knockout and he got this the lesser suspension. Well, which was as awesome. as he should <laughs> that have, was awesome. because he didn't instigate, and it's the same in hockey. When you're the instigator, you get more of a penalty. You can get suspended, fine. So, I think the right call is made. Both players have the opportunity to appeal the suspension. Time will tell if they do. Yeah, I mean, baseball has it gotten soft, maybe, but you know. One thing that definitely got soft. This is a great. This is a great little segue. One thing that got soft oh, is dear. this is going to be tough. You're looking at the notes and you're you're wondering how I'm going to attack like, where this. Where is this going? Uh, U.S. Women's National oh, no. Team, the soccer team, um, led by Wonder Woman herself. Um, <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what we're t- <laughs> for those of you who don't know what we're talking about. Um, the U.S. women's national soccer team, which is, listen, they were the powerhouse of the world, remember? Yeah. Uh, they have been eliminated by, I believe it was Sweden. Yeah. And the round of 16, which is the lowest they've ever gone out, which is super, super fun. Yeah, how did um, they lose, Ant? They lost because Wonder Woman herself, um, Megan Rapino, absolutely just sent a what was it a, a penalty kick yeah she ten. just sent a penalty kick just not even close and it was it was a howler <laughs> it was a howler uh, we love these sound effects yes it's what um, we call it's what, in soccer term you call that a howler okay okay um, it was terrible it was bad now listen my view on megan rapino or rapino however you want to say it I, I'm not even going to get into the political aspect of everything. I'm not going to get into the equal pay aspect of everything. I just don't like her because of the fact that uh, there's a video, and it's of a little, I mean, I don't want to say little boy, but he was probably 8, 9, 10 years old. And he walked up to her at the ESPYs and asked her to sign a soccer ball. And she signed it, but she didn't smile. She didn't say hello. She just like kind of grabbed it, scribbled on it, handed it back to him, didn't even make eye contact. And, you know, listen, you are not LeBron James. You're not Derek Jeter. You're not Aaron Judge. This is going to sound fairly rough. You're a woman soccer player. The status, listen, she is a superstar status at the time. I'm not taking anything away from women's sports. She's a great athlete. Women's sports are great. They're great to watch. But the issue is, listen, man. And if you have a problem watching women's sports, then don't watch them. You're just just being – you're 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 politicizing. Oh, this absolutely, whole thing. absolutely. But the no, I'm <laughs> saying the whole the whole issue is like, listen, she was acting like she's something she's not. She's she's not a national, global. Everybody knows her superstar. I'm and, yeah. You know, I, I in the soccer world, I would say that she is, but but that's but that's to the the faction of people that are big into women's soccer. Like, if I asked the boys at camp about her, they would know who she is. You ask them about Alex Morgan. They'd know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If you ask them about Julie Ertz. Right. The, Mallory Swanson. You know what I mean? Right. Like, These yeah. people right, are the household names. But Rapino, I think she's in the news more for off the field her statements, her her viewpoints, right, the politics of it, more so than her play. Like, I could tell you her viewpoints on a lot of things, and I don't know her stats. 
You know what I mean? Absolutely. Not not in a bad way necessarily, but she finds herself in the spotlight because of how outspoken she is on certain issues. Absolutely. But I I, I do agree with you in that she you know she's the goat. She's the, the, not the greatest of all time in this. It, she's like the scapegoat right now because she missed the pen. That was incredible, Chris. Right. That was incredible. But um, but here's my thing. There were a lot of injuries for the women. Okay? They were all... Uh, there were four key injuries. Mal Swanson was injured. Katarina Macario, injured. Becky Sauerbrunn, injured. Samantha Mewis, injured. So, they're struggling to score because they've got a lot of their starters out. I think the coaching staff made some really questionable lineup decisions as well. And at the end of the day, one penalty kick cannot, should not decide your season. Especially if you can't score a goal in regulation. It was a 0-0 game. Going into first overtime, second stoppage time, I should say, and then pens. I, I mean, if it comes down to penalties, everybody should score. And the difference is a miss. Yeah. I, is, I, you I, can't put the whole thing on Rapino, but I see where not. people are coming from. Of course, of course. But it just it just so happened to be her. It is you know what I mean? Right. Like perfect perfect storm, it was her, is the is the whole thing. Yeah. It, you know. Um she was the outspoken. She was the, you know, woke Megan Rapino, and she was the one that missed. So it's, it's the media. It's a media person's, you know, favorite dream. It's a, it's a media person's dream. Not us though. We're we're unbiased here. We're unbiased here yes. in sports and spaghetti. Speaking of unbiased, let's talk about the best baseball team on the planet, the New York. <laughs> I can't oh, even get through that. No, I thought oh, we'd get boy. through an episode. Um, no, it's going to be a quick. It's going to be a quick little game. And we're not just pooping on the team no no we're actually we're actually going to say that uh the yankees they just split um two of four with the astros which was huge for the yankees huge 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 for the yankees but my thing about watching those games right is the yankees pitching garrett cole nestor cortez their bullpen has been so spectacular all the offense has to do is be average right we just need three runs like as long as you're average, you get it. It's crazy to me the fact that if they can be literally league minimum, they're gonna make the they're gonna make the playoffs. And listen, I said it last week. I talked about Jake Bowers. He was gonna be my Grammys grinder of the week, but we'll give him some more time to marinate. But I mean, Bowers has been playing really well. They've been leading him off, hitting first in place of Rizzo. But you know, that that's the thing is, if they're average, they're gonna make the playoffs. And these people. I mean, every time I think I'm out, they pull me back. Well, every yeah, time. I, yeah, welcome to being an Islanders fan. <laughs> every time I think the season's over, they take two or four from the Astros. Right, and that is that's substantial because, you know, that's that's the team that always kills them. It's the team to beat right now. Right, and so. You know, you split that series. All right. Well, you split a few more series. You win a few. You got to win the series that you should win. Because if the Yankees are going to make the playoffs, they have to be thinking like a playoff team. Now, yes, there's plenty absolutely. of baseball left. 
plenty of baseball left to make the playoffs. They can make the playoffs, no problem, really. They just got to string some wins together consistently. They got to take 7 out of 10, and then 7 out of 10, and then 7 out of 10. Yeah, and then... And then 5 and 5. You know what I mean? And then 7 out of 10, you know? Yeah, that's... That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And it, I mean, with who's above them, they're no longer in last place. Boston has fallen into last place, but they have games against, I mean, Chicago. They have games against Miami. So there's games that they should win and that they need to win. Um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun down the stretch. And if these guys can perform just to half of what their abilities are, then I think they make the playoffs. I agree. I hate that I said that. I really do. I really hate because they're going to give me hope and they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to get embarrassed. And then I'm going to be a sad boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> about, about it. That's man. it. That's, that's, that's as far as we go. But, uh, the, I mean, the only other sports news, we do have some um, footballs back, which is great. Yeah. Um, we will do uh, – Chris has actually joined our fantasy football league this yes. year. So, Chris will um, – Chris will. We will be doing some fantasy – uh, we will be doing doing some fantasy content. Yes, um, I'll be doing some fantasy content. I as have. Well. I'm historically very good at fantasy. I can see it. And what's so funny is people ask me, um, what how I'm so good, especially those that are really close to me because they know that football is not my number one sport. American football, that is, and. I I know the reason why I do so well is that I never overthink anything. In terms of lineup moves, in terms of drafting especially, I am not the guy that researches the draft. I'm the king overthinker. <laughs> king overthinker. I don't overthink anything, and I always, always have a good team. And I always win a lot of games. I don't always win the championship in my leagues, but I'm pretty consistently in the top four record-wise, at the end of the season. And it's just because I don't overthink it. Well, we'll, we'll, have, to, uh, we'll have to see what this season yes. becomes. Um, so I will, uh, I will let the listeners know. We'll probably do some, some content because the, yeah. league we're, the league we're in, um, I'm the commissioner of it, and I've added a rivalry week. And That's amazing. As of right now, on August 7th, 2023 at 8:39 p.m. Chris Walker, I'm calling you out. You're my rival. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Now, before we move on, did you have anything on the Yankees left? No, nothing. Right no, now? I mean they've been playing good. Right. That's about it. I just wanted to shout out. Okay, my dad. Um, my dad told me yesterday. I I didn't realize that the um, this is very unfan like of me. I didn't realize that the English championship um, started uh, already for the second tier of soccer. Now, if you remember, and you've been with us since Leicester City got relegated, um, well, the championship started yesterday, and Leicester beat Coventry. Congratulations, Leicester. You're seventh in the championship. Well, they're tied for first. They've won their first game, which is wonderful news, right? Yay. Now, get back in the Premier League. Congratulations for your first win. Always good to get a win. That's it. All right. So now we're going to move on to 
our favorite segment, the segment that closes out every show. We're going to move on to Grammys Grinders. Chris, you want to take us away? Sure. So every week we pick a player or something or someone that kind of grinded it out uh, and was and got down and dirty and gritty and, and did something good usually. It always did something good. It could be sports or otherwise. Um, are you sure you want me to go first? Are you going to take mine? I don't know who yours is. I definitely am not taking yours. Go first. He's going to, there it is. Oh, the sneeze is on I, camera. Should I go first? No, no, I'll go first. Okay. It's fine. Um, It's going to make you happy, though, I think. You're going to be surprised. Um, My grinder is you this week. Uh, My Grammy's grinder of the week is Anthony. So 21 weeks, 22 weeks ago, we started this podcast. And yes, we've had some success in the last couple of weeks. But all the marketing... All of the, basically, coordination, uh, all the setup uh, for, for you know, all, all the flexibility, what with me having a child and, you know, working weekends and wife that works weekends and all this and everything. Um, and now we're finally reaping the benefits of it. And Aunt spent the last week saying, wow, I'm so proud of you to me for getting the hats, for getting the listeners to push us to monetization. But really you're the grinder for, for literally have it. This is like our baby, but it's like you, it, it, it's possible because you are flexible and make it happen. So you're my grinder of the week. Thanks man. Yes. This is, this is our baby, but you could say I carried it. Yeah. <laughs> you carried I, I took it. it to term. Yeah. <laughs> We're only halfway to term. <laughs> We're only halfway. That explains got, it. Got... <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, of course. Thank you, man. Um, well, <laughs> my grinder's not you. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. That would be really corny. That would be corny. That would be terrible. Um, thanks, man. I appreciate Doesn't it. Doesn't ever have to be me, really. No, it'll, it'll be you. You'll, you'll learn it. Um, but my Grammy's grinder this week, um, it's a, it is a baseball player, and it's a player we've ragged on. Lot. It's okay. a player we've given. All right. It's a player we've given a lot of grief. We've said trade him. We've said he's middling. We've said he's average at best. His ceiling is not very high. That man is Glaber yeah. Torres. Good job, Glaber Torres. Um, he's been carrying the Yankees on this little resurgence that they've had. Um, I can do some stats in the last seven days. He's batting four sixty two. <laughs> With um, with three home runs, I'm sorry, two home runs, uh, four walks, two strikeouts. The last 15 days, he's batting 320. In the last 30 days, he's batting 359. So Glaber Torres has been on fire for the last month. Um, his his OPS in the last week is one. You know, one point three four. Wow. Uh, last fifteen days, nine fifty five. Last month, nine seventy nine. So he has been an above average hitter. Um, he leads all MLB or all American League second baseman in home runs. Um, and I think he has. Uh, I think he's a seventh percentile for strikeout rate, which means he is not. He's not striking. The issue was Glaber was always striking out and not walking. 
and I don't know if he's changed his approach. I don't know if he's finally grown into his pinstripes, but I, I feel like I feel like he is, um, he, you know, he's he's getting it done, and I think he at this point he deserves an extension, um, just for being able to do what he's able to do. Yeah, you know, it, it, the only thing that would make it a little better is if he was a lefty swinger, but that, you know, he's hitting <laughs> he's hitting balls out to that side right. of the field anyway. So what does it matter? I um, love that pick. Yeah. <laughs> I love your pick too. Well, yeah. <laughs> How could you hate it? Um, that's. Uh, I mean, that's it for me, Chris. Do you have anything else, man? <laughs> I thought I just heard John Sterling in my ear. Ow! It really hit me. It hit it me. It hit me. <laughs> it's because I have the microphone. It yeah. really hit me. Yeah. For I mean, for those of you guys who don't know, um, we've upgraded mics. I think Chris said it at the top of the show, but we've upgraded our microphones, yes. so we've now uh, have somewhat of a professional setup. We have the, the we're still, we're still on. on the cozy coop yeah, here, yeah. but uh, we have we have the headset on, so uh, we actually can hear um, what we sound like. And yeah, it won't be a surprise Tuesday morning in the, or Wednesday morning <laughs> in the car when we're driving into work. But um, again, man, this is all because of you, uh, all you guys for supporting and, and buying the merch and listening to the shows and all that. Um, so you know, the more you guys share and, and support and buy merch and this and that and we'll be we'll be able to do a lot you know a lot cooler stuff yeah yeah that's i pretty, love it that's pretty much it but all right um so i think this wait is, should uh, i say it what do you want to say uh follow us on instagram oh yeah you read it sports here, i can't here, here, here. see it here at sports and spaghetti pod on tiktok at sports and spag pod make sure you like subscribe and comment let us know what you think as always I'm Chris, and that's Ant. But now you have to do the rest. All right. Because so as... <laughs> it wouldn't be – see, see now to anybody who thinks it should be the other way around, I, I, I don't I, – I, I am Chris, and that is Ant. But Ant, this is like – this is the part of the show. My sign-off? Yeah. All yeah, right. It's a sign-off. <laughs> you got to do it. I okay. wouldn't feel right taking it. All right. So you can do the beginning part again. Just say you're Chris. I'm Chris, and that's Ant. And as always, make sure you hug your loved ones, make all your penalty kicks, and as always, stay full.